From the Hero Law Firm Studios, welcome to the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Today is Friday, January 13th, and happy 62nd birthday to actress Julia Louise Dreyfus. I'm Dan Ratcliffe, and here are your top stories presented by Peggy Slappy Properties. Eddie Zadick has former Nitty Gritty Dirt Band member John McCune this weekend. The Swanee Arts Center has partnered with Gwinnett Public Libraries for a visual arts program. And we get our Gwinnett Sports Update presented by Tom Wages Funeral Home. We'll have all this and more coming up on the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Huddle up, everyone. Hi, I'm Peggy Slappy from Peggy Slappy Properties. Just like every good quarterback needs an offensive line, every home buyer and every home seller needs a good professional realtor on their side to keep them from getting sacked. Our trusted team of PSP Realtors has been helping Gwinnetians buy and sell homes for over 40 years, and we'd love to help you call the winning play. Come by our office today or see us online at psponline.com. A winning team for 40 years and counting. You and me go fishing in the dark, lying on our backs and counting the stars where the cool grass grows. Although the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band enjoyed a great deal of success with a host of radio-friendly songs, there's little question that the group's signature creation was the 1972 album Will the Circle Be Unbroken, which paired the band with country and bluegrass legends like Earl Scruggs, Doc Watson, Vassar Clements, Merle Travis, Mother Maybelle Carter, and Roy Acuff. The three-record release was a bestseller, yielded two subsequent albums, and has been lauded as a vital link between Nashville royalty and the rock music community, lifting the veil on what was to be one day regarded as the Americana music movement. String wizard John McCune, a founding member of the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, was among the key architects in the construction of The Circle and is back on the road this winter celebrating the group's opus with a concert full of songs and stories from the celebrated release, which is back on the charts thanks to Ken Burns' 2019 docuseries Country Music, an episode of which prominently featured McCune, The Dirt Band, and Circle. The celebrated guitarist, banjo picker, and mandolinist, who in December celebrated his 77th birthday, and the Circle Band will perform at 7 p.m. on Saturday, January 14th at Eddie's Attic in Decatur. Although the album has been around for more than 50 years, McCune said its songs have long been part of his repertoire. For more information on John McCune and his performance on Saturday, visit johnmccune.com. I've always had an interest in art, dating back to my schoolgirl days when I painted portrait after portrait of Ringo Starr. That's my life you're describing. I think I remember my own life, Marge. The Gwinnett County Public Library in Swanee and the Swanee Arts Center are working together to bring knowledge about the visual arts and art programming to Swanee and surrounding communities with a new program called Art Ties. Officials said the goal for the collaboration is to provide art education for all ages while encouraging creativity and engagement in the visual arts. The new program begins this month with the first edition on January 17th. After that, it will be held quarterly. 
First programs feature two Swanee Art Center photographers, Tracy Dixon, who will present the photographer's eye, the wonder of looking closely for children ages 10 to 13, and Gary Bolick, who will present the wonder of photography, light, subject, and composition for adults interested in gaining knowledge about photography. Both one-hour programs will take place simultaneously at the Swanee Library at 4 p.m. Come on, we're here. Just give me the Cliff Notes version. Like, like, who's the guy with the football ball? It's just called a football. Okay, okay, shorthand lingo. I like it. A park in the Lawrenceville area has a new field for young people to play football, soccer, and lacrosse on. Sports Turf Company announced it has finished the renovation of the recreation field at Rock Springs Park. The renovation included replacing the natural grass field with an artificial turf. The park is used by the Collins Hill Athletic Association, the Gwinnett Football League, and the Gwinnett Lacrosse League. The renovation will enable the field to be used by multiple sports, including football, girls and boys lacrosse, and soccer in a variety of weather conditions. As part of the field turf replacement, Sports Turf Company also did concrete work, replaced fences, installed new goalposts, and made landscaping, irrigation, and stormwater detention improvements. And now it's time for our Gwinnett Sports Update, presented by Tom Wages Funeral Home. And we're back with Will Hammock, the editor of the Gwinnett Daily Post Sports section. And Will, got a lot to talk about this week. The first thing is one of the local high school football coaches has resigned, but he's doing it to take a, a pretty impressive job. Yeah, uh, North Gwinnett uh, head football coach Bill Stewart's resigning to uh, become an analyst uh, down at Georgia Tech on the football staff. Uh, it's a good opportunity for him. I think uh, his kids are getting older, so he can... Uh, Get into the college game a little bit. He's a he's a great guy. Uh, considered a great defensive mind. He was a uh, really good defensive coordinator at Parkview and Mill Creek uh, before he went to Mill Creek. Before he went to North Gwinnett, and of course he's had some great success at North Gwinnett. Uh, won their first and only state championship in 2017, and uh, all six of his teams uh, made the state playoffs over there. At least the second round of the state playoffs, if not better, and uh, won four region titles. So just a great run over there. Bill's uh, going to do a great job down at the college level. Excited to see. What him and the uh, new Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech coaching staff can do, because I think they're going to really take things to another notch down there. Absolutely. And for people who may not know, what kind of does an analyst do with the college football team? It does a lot of the work, uh, uh, kind of the off the off the field work, as far as studying film, studying tapes, uh, game planning, uh, that sort of thing. Less on field work uh, than than the than an actual assistant coach, but it's generally a path that that the guys can take to. Uh, to help out and, and kind of get your foot in the door at the college level and it helps them get get an on-field job at some point uh which, which generally what most people do uh mickey Kahn from grayson did that at clemson uh we, we saw that he, he rose pretty fast to the coaching staff over there so uh, it's a good path for high school coaches that want to make that jump yeah mickey mickey did that pretty quick uh went from analyst to co-defensive coordinator so absolutely excited to see kind of what he can do here at georgia tech um We'll keep it. We'll keep a football and a, a low, uh, Caleb Downs been a big star this year and he collects more honors. Yeah, it's hard to keep up with all Caleb's awards. They keep coming in, but he's uh, at the Max Preps National Player of the Year. So, uh, Gorette has a lot of a lot of award winners over the years, obviously statewide, but but National Player of the Year so is still kind of rare. It's a really, really great thing for Caleb. He's made such an impact on both sides of the ball. He's going to do great at Alabama as a safety. Uh, I think he's going to play immediately down there. And uh, but but I think it's a, it's been an awesome reward for for a great career, a great kid. Uh, also, a big big week for him. He played in the uh, the All American Bowl and had an interception, helped his team to win on, on that side. Justice Haynes from Buford also had a big game in that one. 
Uh, had a, a touchdown, almost 90 yards rushing. Uh, he had a big game, and Michael Doherty from Grayson also played on that on the East team. And two East coaches uh, in the All-American Bowl from from Gwinnett, uh, Todd Wofford from Meadow Creek, and Brian Appling from uh, from Buford. So a lot of Gwinnett involvement in that All-Star game. Yeah, I mean, definitely a great opportunity for them. It was uh, nationally broadcast on NBC, so a lot of fun to see them. And Caleb has he's gone ahead and enrolled in Alabama, so he'll get to practice the spring, correct? Yes, yes, he's able to get go to some of the bowl practices, and uh, and he'll be there for spring practices. Uh, that, that was his plan all along to get there and play early wherever he was, he was going to go, and uh, he's going to get a good chance to do that at Alabama. It'll definitely be exciting in uh, in April when they when they start seeing the spring games to get to watch some of that Alabama spring game and see some of his first action in Bryant Denny. So uh, that's exciting for him. And then uh, we'll we'll get our last topic of the day. And Buford's girls coach uh, had a big win this week. Yeah, Gene Durden. He's a, a also a great guy. That uh, does a really nice job up there. Won his 900th uh, career game, which was uh, which is pretty incredible. He's the uh, the winningest girls basketball coach in state history. I think the old uh, the old record was eight forty eight forty something on the on the wins record. So he's well ahead of the uh, the all time wins record for Georgia. He's uh, been doing it a long time, uh, doing it a long time at Buford. He's a uh, he's he's considered kind of the uh, standard bearer there uh, for girls basketball in the state of Georgia. He's been at Buford for the last eighteen seasons, but had a really nice run at uh, Aid County up, up near the Tennessee border. Uh, but but at Buford, he's a pretty remarkable uh, four hundred ninety and eighty two. Uh, as Buford girls basketball coach, that's a almost an eighty-six percent winning percentage. Uh, just a, just a really outstanding run he's got going there, and I don't think he's going to stop anytime soon. He's got, gets to coach with his son. His family's pretty settled there in Buford. Uh, not not a super old guy. He's in really good health, so he's uh, I can see him going over a thousand and, and keep plugging along. See how he can uh, see how he can do with this. He's won a lot of state titles there. Buford too. He's won eight uh, state titles. I might may, might be able to add some more to that hall as well. 900 wins that's just that's incredible and it really is it's impressive that he's you know he's done it at Buford but also to have done it in a place like Dade County I know from from being from that area and having family that went there it's not always the most traditional power in sports so it kind of shows that not only can he he do a lot with a, with a talented program like Buford but he can kind of build some things as well yeah his teams are so fun to watch I mean they play hard they do things the right way they play defense they, they're gonna press you as soon as you get off the bus and uh... Just to just really do an excellent job playing defense. That's what stands out to me. But uh, just the kids play hard for him. The kids really love him. He's, he coaches them hard, but he does a great job. It'll be fun to watch that Buford team the rest of this year and as we as we get on in the region into the playoffs. Will, that's about all I have. Uh, as always, I appreciate you coming by and look forward to talking to you again next week. Great. Sounds good. <laughs> now it's ours. The Brazelton Women's Club is partnering with the town's community development department to display original artwork from students in the historic 1904 building. Creativity Starts Here, a kid's view of Brazelton, is a collaboration between the club, town, and local schools to showcase students' artistic talents. The first display begins this month and exhibits will rotate in seasons and among schools. Fourth and fifth grade Panther leader students representing West Jackson Elementary School helped create the first display of art that models and exemplifies the history of Brazelton and community life. The 1904 building originally housed the Brazelton Brothers Mercantile Store at the corner of Georgia Route 53 and Davis Street. 
The Gas South Speaker Series, a conversation on crime presented by Northside Hospital will be held at the Gas South Convention Center on February 2nd. Moderated by Courtney Bryant, co-anchor of Fox 5 News, the event will be a Q&A on a local, state, and federal level on reasons and remedies to crime in the community. The panel of guests will include Special Agent in Charge Carrie Farley of the FBI Atlanta office, GBI Director Michael Register, Gwinnett County Police Chief J.D. McClure, Gwinnett County Chief Superior Court Judge George F. Hutchison III, and Gwinnett County Sheriff Kibo Taylor. Tickets are available at GasSouthDistrict.com or by calling 770-626-2464. The Gas South Speaker Series, a conversation on crime presented by Northside Hospital, February 2nd at the Gas South Convention Center. It all started with a group of cowboys who broke from the mold and wanted more. 30 years later, the ride continues, and the professional bull riders have never been more ranked. The best ever! We were here for it! Don't be a... Join the ride and celebrate 30 years with the PBR live January 21st and 22nd at Gas South Arena in Duluth. Tickets now at PBR.com and AXS.com. The Gwinnett Daily Post is giving away a family four-pack of tickets to see the Atlanta Gladiators. Call 404-997-8655 and leave a voicemail for your chance to win four tickets to see the Glads. Hello, Canada and hockey fans in the United States and Newfoundland. And now it's time to get our update on the Atlanta Gladiators. Hey folks, it's community reporter Matt Golden here to give you your update on our Atlanta Gladiators. The Glads got the week started with a good win Sunday against those rival Savannah Ghost Pirates 3-0, but then fell at home against the South Carolina Stingrays 5-1 Wednesday night. Tonight, the Glads will be in Jacksonville facing the Icemen at 7 o'clock. As always, head over to AtlantaGladiators.com to find the links to watch or listen to that game live. The Glads will be back at home over the holiday weekend to play those Jacksonville Icemen, and there will be a couple of promotions. Saturday night at 7 p.m., it's Stick It to Cancer Night. Join the Glads as they stick it to cancer. The team will wear specialty Stick It to Cancer jerseys on behalf of the Gwinnett Sports Commission. They will be collecting donations of snack packs that will be donated to Northside Hospital Infusion Center. The snack packs include small bags of chips, peanut butter crackers, small bags of cookies, and more. This event is presented by Beaver Toyota and Kroger. And then, hey, Monday's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Many of you got the day off, so head over for a little afternoon hockey. 12.30 is Glads again hosting the Iceman. Join the Gladiators as they honor the legacy of Martin Luther King Jr. for the afternoon matchup. As always, head over to AtlantaGladiators.com to find those tickets. We look forward to another good weekend of games. The Gwinnett Stripers are once again launching a virtual search for national anthem performers. All interested singers, vocal groups, five singers or less, and musicians can send a digital submission, video or audio, of their a cappella or unaccompanied performance of the national anthem to info at ghoststripers.com by January 31st. Candidates will be judged on tone, pace, 90 seconds or less, and clarity. 
Beginning in February, top candidates will be invited to participate in virtual auditions. No in-person auditions will be held. Those who have been chosen from the virtual auditions will be contacted to schedule a date to sing the national anthem during the 2023 season. Gwinnett Striper's opening night at Coolray Field is set for March 31st versus Jacksonville. Now here are five events to get you out there this weekend. Hello Gwinnett listeners, it's a beautiful Martin Luther King Jr. Day weekend and we've got five events to get you out there and having fun. First off, there's the Chili Willy 5K, 10K and Half Marathon in Sugar Hill. Saturday at 8.30 a.m. at the Bowl at Sugar Hill. This race goes through downtown Sugar Hill. The 5K is on a certified course and starts at 8.30 a.m. The 10K continues and the half marathon is a double loop. There will be finisher medals for all half marathon participants. 5K and 10K participants may purchase one during registration. Only 200 finisher medals will be ordered, so sign up and add yours on early. All participants will receive their very own Chili Willy long sleeve race shirt. There will be chip timing with award for the overalls, masters, grandmasters, senior masters, and the five year age groups. Half marathon participants will receive a custom finisher medal and long sleeve tri-blend with half marathon down the sleeve. 5K and 10K participants can purchase that medal for $7 and will receive the cotton long sleeve shirt. The virtual package will be shipped out January the 17th. For more information, head over to runsignup.com. And Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, enjoy License to Chill at Snow Island. Over at Lake Lanier Islands, On Lake Lanier Island Parkway, you can enjoy snow tubing and ice skating or hop on the carnival rides, make snow angels, and then warm up with some s'mores and hot cocoa. For more information, head over to LanierIslands.com. For you theater buffs, there's the 10-minute Community Theater Play Festival. Friday and Saturday at 7.30 p.m. and then a Sunday matinee at 2 p.m. at the Linehart Theater Company in Norcross. Linehart will kick off its 2023 season by hosting a showcase of 10 comedic 10-minute plays presented by Linehart and our friends at Onstage Atlanta, Merely Players Presents, Live Arts Theater, and Main Street Theater. Tickets are $16 to $18. For more information, go to lionhearttheater.org. Get ready to have your funny bone tickled with comedian Pierre at the Atlanta Comedy Theater. Tonight at 7 and 10 p.m., tomorrow at 7 and 10 p.m., and Sunday night at 7 p.m. at the Atlanta Comedy Theater in Norcross. For more than 20 years, Pierre Edwards has been one of America's top touring comedians. Born in Germany and raised in Washington, Edwards has appeared on HBO's Def Jam Comedy, BET's Comic View, stars Martin Lawrence Presents First Amendment Stand-Up, The Monique Show, and more. Tickets are $20 to $30. For more information, head over to atlcomedytheater.com. And for all you skaters, you can lace up your skates at the ice rink at Sugar Hill. Today from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m., tomorrow from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Sunday from 1 p.m. to 9 p.m., and Monday 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. The ice rink at Sugar Hill is located on West Broad Street in Sugar Hill. You can grab your skates or you can rent them and have fun maneuvering around the ice. Skating sessions are 90 minutes, but you can add additional time. Face masks are recommended for all patrons. The cost is $11 to $13. For more information, please head over to haidrink.com. Hopefully some of these events pique your interest and maybe I'll see you out there this weekend. 
For the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast, I'm community reporter Matt Golden. Have a fun and safe weekend, Gwinnett County. Follow a recipe for success and join the Cafe Gwinnett team. With Gwinnett County Public Schools serving in the school cafeteria. Highly competitive pay. Hourly rates start at $14 and go up to $19.52 per hour. Enjoy the fruits of part-time work while receiving full-time benefits for you and your family. Work just four to five hours each school day. Get great health benefits and dental coverage for you and your family with a generous employer contribution. Fully paid training with no experience required and a work schedule that fits your busy life. You'll never have to work evenings, weekends, or any during the summer. If Cafe Gwinnett is the place for you, apply today at gcpsjobs.org slash Cafe Gwinnett. From the water that flows from your tap to the roads you drive on on your way to work, Gwinnett County government provides high-quality services to residents every day. Our residents, businesses, schools, local governments, and nonprofits have a long tradition of working together to make Gwinnett the best place to live, work, play, and raise a family. Together, we'll ensure that Gwinnett is a place where everyone thrives. Learn more about county services at GwinnettCounty.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GwinnettGov. Thanks again for listening to today's Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Did you know over 50% of Americans listen to podcasts weekly? Make sure you join us for our next episode and share this podcast on social media with your friends and family. Add us to your Alexa Flash Briefing or Google Home Briefing and be sure to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a production of BG Ad Group, Darren Sutherland, Executive Director, Jacob Sutherland, Director, Matt Golden, News Director, Chen Ray Zhang, Director-Producer, and Jason Gentarola, Audio Producer, all rights reserved. <laughs>